chapter 12, verses 13 through 21. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. But he said to him, Friend, who set me to be a judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take care, be on your guard against all kinds of greed, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Then he told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly. And he thought to himself, What should I do, for I have no place to store my crops? Then he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich toward God. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. May be seated. 2009, I remember graduating high school, and as traditional when you graduate high school, uh, a lot of people will send you cards. Sometimes those cards have money and, and gift cards and different uh, things in there. And so I remember getting all of those cards and the different things that were inside of it, and my parents said, okay, now go put it in the bank, and you can't use it until you go to school. I remember thinking, oh man, that stinks. <laughs> that really stinks. Um, but then I got to Alabama, and it was nice. I had some money to do some things, you know, go out to eat with my friends, see the movies, you know, all the different things that college kids like to do. And, and then it got to a point where I did not have as much money as I once did because I was not working uh, my freshman year at Alabama. And, and I remember it got to a point, too, where like I really had to decide, okay, am I really going to go have that cheeseburger with my friends over at Hooligans, or am I just going to go use uh, my dining hall pass? And I remember at certain times where I got a little discouraged, right, where, because I felt like I couldn't do as much as some of my others. I, I, it was a little, little tight. Um, but you know what? Somehow, I made it. Mostly because my parents are very gracious, but I, I made it. And then I remember going off to, to Emory, moving in um, in Atlanta, having to live alone in an apartment my, my first year because not knowing anybody and, and having to take on all of those expenses and it, it wasn't cheap living uh, in Atlanta by yourself. Um, 
I, I had my job at the church that, that, you know, paid more than I had ever gotten paid in my life um, and thinking, wow, what am I going to do with all this? <laughs> and, and, you know, a lot of it got spent on bills and different things. Um, but yet again, I made it. And then, you know, you transition from that time as a graduate student into your first full-time position, right? You're getting paid a little bit more, and I'm thinking, man, what am I going to do with all of this? But then the realization of student loans and different uh, various bills yet again come up, and it was okay. I still made it, but I also realized in some of this time where I was a little worried, and as I was younger, I was spending more money than um, maybe I needed to. I, I realized that I really needed to start saving for, for different things, right? Because uh, as, as I was getting older, I realized, man, there are a lot of things I want to go do. I want to go travel. I want to go do this and that. I want to be able to go to football games whenever I want to, uh, baseball games, different things, right? And so I begin, you know, trying to, to, to save, to save, to, to do the things that I didn't get to do as I was younger and, you know, not making as much money. Uh, and I just kept saving. And, and now I wonder, right, like, like what was I saving for? I was saving for a lot of things. But all of the things that I was saving for were for me. Or now my wife, right? For my family. And I just, I wonder if I had not had that mindset five years ago, what could I have done so that I was generous in a way and I could give and help God's kingdom grow? What if I saved, not for myself, but for God's kingdom? When things arose, different needs and challenges that, that maybe I could give to. And it's not really just an, an idea of, of finances, right? When I think about my time, a lot of it is predicated around what I want to do. What is convenient or best for me, for my family? What if I thought about what was best and how I could give of my time to build God's kingdom when needs showed up right in front of me. Because, you know, we, we look at our, our scripture reading today and we see this parable that, that Jesus is sharing. And, and when he's sharing uh, about the farmer, when we listen to him, this rich man who had an abundant amount of crops... What should I do? For I have no place for my crops. 
I will pull down my barn and I will store my grains and my goods. And we all run into that, right? Like we all run into the possessions of different things that we have. Uh, we, we run into, you know, those are our finances that we have earned. But let us be reminded that what we have, while we think of it as ours, is it? You know, the, the, this landowner probably had an abundant amount already saved up in his barn where he was probably okay. But yet he wanted to save more. And it talks about how then he can relax and eat and drink and be merry. But I wonder if that actually would have happened. Or would it have gotten to a point where he continued to save and say, well, I don't have enough room for my crops again. I should build a bigger place to store my things and I, I don't know what he would have done, but, but really in, in listening to this and thinking about the way that I have gone about my life in certain aspects, I have to be reminded that what I have are resources for God. Resources that are, are to be used to help build God's kingdom and not just to uh, wait back and, and see those needs arise, but rather to be generous first. To be generous so that I am helping others know of the God who loves and is present in their lives just as I know that God who loves and is present in mine and continues to show me grace in every moment of my life because it, it just it, fact of the matter especially in our culture here is we are very materialistic I I'm always on Amazon buying something or looking <laughs> for something and, and then I run into the other side of it that where you know I want to spend all this money but then I ah, no I don't and and then I just keep it for myself and and I remember I had some friends a couple of years ago who were building a house. Um, and it was, it was a fairly larger house than maybe they needed at that moment in time. And I would say, hey, I'm in town. You want to, you know, go get something to eat or this and that. And, and they always said, no, we're, we're saving for this house. And... I finally got tired of it and spoke my mind one time, which maybe was not the best uh, idea. But I looked at him and I said, well, you know what? Y'all are going to miss out on life because y'all are so worried about building this big house and saving all this money. And, and, and I still hold true to that, but I mean, the house is what they needed, right, uh, for that, that moment. Um, but what if I take the words that I said and think about my life and how I'm saving for myself in different ways rather than 
giving to God and putting the opportunities and, and the generosity that God calls us first. I, I will admit that when I first got out of seminary, I was a horrible giver. I, I knew that I needed to give, right? Because even when we talk financially, how can I stand up here and, and talk about money when I'm not willing to do that myself? And I used to justify it in my mind of why I couldn't do that. But then over the last probably three years since I've been here, I've realized I'm missing out because I'm not willing to be generous. I'm missing out on ways to give to God, but I'm also not being faithful as I'm asking for others to be generous and I don't myself. And generosity is way more, just like I said earlier, than just finances. Generosity, as we in the United Methodist Church, right? Like your time, your presence, your gifts. Giving where you can. Whatever that looks like for you to help further God's kingdom. For us to have a generous heart and a heart that, that wants others to know who God is and wants that kingdom of God to be stronger and bigger than it is in this moment. Because God has created each and every one of us. God has blessed each and every one of us in so many different ways. And the way that I'm able to be generous and give is different from William. I can't sing. William can. It looks different, but for us, with everything we do, to realize that we have been blessed by God, and for us to take those blessings and to be in that rhythm of generosity and to put that, that, that generous heart first, to continue to give in ways in which Ministry is able to happen. Ministry that transforms lives. Ministry that helps others know of God's grace and God's love. And build God's kingdom. Because we, we all have the invitation to come and to surround and join at the table together as a body of Christ and to experience God's grace. As we will do later in this service. But that table that is open sometimes is not seen or known. And if we have a generous heart with our prayers with our lives, with our finances, we're able to help others know of that table that they have a seat at as well.
were able to show hope and love to a world that's so desperately looking. So let us not be as this this man in, in the parable. Let us not be concerned of what what I need for to save for my and that this is all my things, but rather remember. Remember that our lives and the blessings that, that we have in our lives, that they are God's. And for us to continue to find ways to be generous so that others too know that they are loved. So that others too will be able to experience God's grace that surrounds them already and help them know that they too are a part of the body of Christ. So let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, we just thank you for the ways in which you are generous to us in our lives, for the ways in which you continue to bless us, And Lord, we just ask that you help us so that our hearts may be open, so that we may be in this rhythm of generosity in all that we do, that we may all find ways in which we are able to give so that your kingdom will grow and so that others will know that they are loved by you. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen.